I've been meaning to do this episode for a while as I walk around picking up litter and seeing the in- litter increase more and more. People just dropping it in the street. And as if New York is the only place all around the world, people don't seem to care or they're acting as if they don't care. And so I want to do an episode. Reasons not to care. Why bother? You know, it's come to my attention. I'm going to give a whole, re- a whole bunch of reasons not to care and not to act and let just things happen. And at the end, I'll give one reason why it might be worth caring, uh, why it might be worth trying to act sustainably. As far as I know, people listen to this podcast, they read my blog, but I have very little indication that anyone's changing whatsoever. The people who understand me least seem to be my mom and my dad and my stepfather who just don't understand why I'm doing this. And they support, they think they're supporting me, but they're supporting not me, a caricature of me that likes to not fly. I think my mom said, you know, I just don't have the passion for not flying that you do. And I don't have a passion for not flying. I have a passion for stewardship. I have a passion for helping other people and, and not contributing to suffering. And flying would contribute to it. But it really sucks not to be understood. So here are reasons not to care. Don't bother. Don't bother trying, especially if you're an American. For one thing, you make a lot more money if you don't care about what happens. If you just put the environment off to the side, you can make a lot more money working at a company that, you know, grows, uh, chases material growth and extraction and externalizing costs and pushing comfort and convenience. Here's another thing. You can buy a lot more clothes. I haven't bought a new piece of clothing in years. I get stuff in the thrift stop and I keep stuff going for a long time. Pretty comfortable to me, but if you like new stuff, go to H&M and Zara. It's really cheap, really cool stuff. You wear it once or twice and you throw it away. It's not a big deal. Actually, you don't have to throw it away. You take it to Goodwill or to a thrift shop and then you can go to sleep feeling great because you gave to someone else. And if you want to get new clothes, just remember, everything you're buying, you're going to give to someone else and they'll get to wear it and you're doing, it's actually great. That's a great way to live. You can, I mean, it's a, it's a, it must be fun to think the more that I buy, the more that I help others. Travel. You can get on a flight and fly anywhere you want. I can afford to fly all over the place, but I don't. But you could fly. You can see Machu Picchu and the Eiffel Tower. And if you go my way of stewardship, you can't do all those things. I just get around by bicycle. I mean, I actually ride my bike to national parks and call that travel. Whereas you could travel, you could, the distance I go in a year, you could go in, in minutes. And this issue of understanding, I, no one understands me. I, don't, I think no one says, Josh, that's interesting that you pollute so little or you've, you've reduced your pollution by so much. I'd like to do that too. I mean, I think no one has said that to me. No one responds to my blog posts and says, I'd like to do that. And when I'm on Reddit or some site online and I say that I've, I've reduced... And I, I've come to recognize that if someone says, how, do you, how did you get those reductions? Whatever I say, the next thing they say is, oh, you could do that, but I can't. You're privileged. I can't. Or I have some issue that prevents me from doing it. So I've learned I have to hear from someone that they really do want to do something. But, you know, if you want to be understood by people around you, your friends, your family, your culture, your society, don't bother with this stuff. And when you walk around and you have a sense of where things are going, you learn about what happens at two degrees, three degrees, what happens when we lose coral reefs, what happens, it really, you can imagine these things happening. Then I look at the litter around and I just feel the sense of disgust. 
And I don't like feeling disgust. I could, instead of seeing all the litter on the ground and all the soot in the sky, and that's in New York. I mean, look at Beijing and New Delhi. I could just look, instead of looking at the ground, I could look up in the store windows. I could look at the restaurants and think, oh, I can, instead of looking at the litter on the ground that came from McDonald's, I can go to McDonald's and get the food there. I can just look away from the problems instead of, or rather you could look away at the problems and have a much more easy life instead of looking at the problems. If you have something that you don't want to deal with, you can just throw it away. That's one of the great benefits of not caring, of not acting in stewardship. I walk around in New York City. I presume it's the same everywhere. People are throwing away couches. People are throwing away furniture, things that people used to get for generations to pass down through families. Now people get, and when the color's not quite right, they just throw it away. How easy, how easy that is. And this new stuff is so cheap because it's made for, to be disposable. So you can get new couches all the time. I've written before, cars are going to become disposable. I mean, people talk about... I mean, think of how much more accessible stuff is when it's disposable. You can get... I mean, cars... I think they're making... I think under $1,000 cars in China. Because think of the electric motors that power electric bikes. An electric bike is pretty disposable. Oh, let me pause. I don't know if you could hear in the background. The, you can get a car and soup it up and make it really loud. And not if you don't worry about pollution and how that affects other people and wildlife... You can make it louder and louder and louder. Anyway, back to um, the motors on e-bikes and little scooters. Well, if a car is light enough, you put one motor in each wheel. That's four of those motors. That'll power a car to get around the city. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure an e-bike people consider disposable. Certainly uh, an electric skateboard people consider disposable. So a car is, mark my words, soon landfills will be filled with electric cars. But you don't have to worry about that. Or if you don't worry about that, Get the electric car. Drive around, cheaper, more accessible for lots of people. What a great world where we have all this, this technology. If you don't worry about what happens to it later, you can take advantage of all this stuff. I think of my nieces and nephews and how I think of, I don't get to see, like the, the, my nephews that live overseas, I don't get to see them and I think about them. Well, for one thing, if you travel however you want, your family can be all over the world. You can see them whenever you want. Uh, it might be brief visits because you have a lot of places to travel. But I used to think of how I couldn't look them in the eye and say, I could have done more, but I didn't. And now the world that you live in, as the Earth's ability to sustain life de- decreases, you're going to be crunched with there gonna be wars over resources and civil wars and things like that. I couldn't look the next generation in the eye and say I was, I was complicit in that. But you know what? It occurs to me that you can just say, it's someone else's fault. I, what could I do? Governments and corporations can make a difference, but I can't. And then you can look them in the eye and say, it wasn't my fault. It was someone else's fault. What could I do? Likewise, the message, if you work in a company and you sell goods and services, what a great message to say, this is green. This is sustainable. Whether it is or not, it really sells stuff. People love green these days, organic. And you, you just have to tell them it is because they don't want it to be either. If you just tell them it's organic or, or sustainable, people will buy more of your stuff. It doesn't have to be. You just have to think it is. So yet another reason not to worry about this stuff. Just enjoy life. Make the money. You can take, you know, I take pretty short showers. They're like 
a couple minutes. But you could take half-hour showers as hot as you want anytime you want. And if it's already summer out, you can turn the air conditioning up and so it's cold in your apartment and then take a hot shower because, man, who doesn't love a really hot shower? 30 minutes long? 45, why not? If you don't worry about the effects, if you don't worry about who's on the receiving end of these things, you can get much more comfort in your life. You can eat anything you want. I mean, I don't eat meat because it's not appetizing to me, but if you like meat, you can have steaks all the time. You can eat you can eat doof. You can eat all the packaging stuff. It's so much easier to just pop something in the microwave and just throw out the container that it came in. I mean, I look at all the litter on the ground, and that stops me from a lot of things that people seem to like. And if you don't really care about the future, why not get obese? Why, why not worry? I mean, you don't have to worry about heart disease or, or um, all these diseases of excess. Or for that matter, take some drugs, I mean, if you're not too worried about the future, enjoy life as it is. But even stepping back from illegal things, there's much more sense of community. I've lost my, like, take business school. Business school is, I mean, it is a a community of people who want to network and meet each other. And I had such an amazing community of people right after business school. Of course, to some extent, after it's now been 15 years since business school, so I'd lose touch with a lot of them. But also, I'm not in finance. I'm not in consulting. Uh, I went in a different direction. Sustainability is not something that business school then really covered very much. So I didn't really connect with a lot of people, or I I can't really connect with them now. But most people are out there saying, what can I do? I don't want to do this. Uh, There's a big community of people getting outraged at others, saying it's their fault and not doing anything themselves. And I can't be a part of that community. But you can. That's the mainstream American community right now is what can I do? There's nothing I can do. Someone else should do it. You can be part of that. You can be full of outrage and talk to other people full of outrage and bond together. I mean, today's society is for people who are not thinking about the future, thinking people are not worried about, people are not thinking about uh, biodiversity and or talking about it, but disconnected from it and delivering to you um, comfort, convenience, uh, ease, and, and, and pleasure. Why not go for that? So I could go on about all the different things that when I walk around doing my sustainability stuff that no one takes seriously and no one thinks it's going to go anywhere, I think, man, what's everyone, what is it, everyone else, what are they doing? Well, I think, I think I have to conclude they're having a lot of fun. They're having a great time. I'm on the wrong side of these things. Here's the only thing that seems to make... The only reason to do what I do is to help other people that I don't know. I mean, some of them are not... I mean, the overwhelming majority have not been born yet, if we make it that far. That I'm helping others, that I'm living in stewardship. And these people... I mean, a lot of them are outside... uh, on the other side of the world. I'm helping animals. So I'm never going to get thanks for this. I will never get recognized. There's no point in it. I, this is not worth doing. I don't recommend that you follow my path. I don't know why people listen to me because they don't come back to me and say, here's why I listen to you. No one comes back to me, and, as I said, no one comes back to me and says, I'm doing it too now. I, I would like to switch. There's one thing that's keeping me from switching back to mainstream American life of you know, what the COP26 people are doing. It's like just talking about stuff and not actually changing anything flying to COP26 and 
saying here's what other people should do but not doing it themselves, setting up goals of like we'll stop deforestation sometime later, we'll cut down methane while ignoring the elephants in the room of the fossil fuels coming out of the ground and the overpopulation. Here's why I can't do it. Because I, have, I don't have the privilege of scientific ignorance, science being, you know, understanding nature. I can't ignore, I do, I, I, as far as I can tell, I don't have the ability to ignore the effects of what I do. I can't look at what's going on and say, I can't do anything about this, or what I do doesn't matter, or only governments and corporations can make a difference, or fusion will save us, or fission will save us. I can't do it. Because I know I've, I've, I've done the research and it doesn't work. That renewables still use fossil fuels. They are not sustainable. You know what's sustainable? How we live for 300,000 years up before we started using fossil fuels. The problem with fossil fuels isn't that they're going to run out, although that is a, ba- a big deal. It's that they poison the air and the land and the water. This is all so clear to me. Ever since reading... Uh, uh, limits to growth with the systems approach and it just made everything so clear and then the research I've done since and then also realizing that when I acted it led to a better life living sustainably more in touch with nature more in touch with the way that we lived that our ancestors that we evolved our emotions from that I think they lived pretty I, I imagine they really loved life and they evolved to enjoy life and we've changed our world away from that so I don't have the privilege of being able to look at the world and putting my head in the sand, figuratively speaking. Uh, so if you have the ability to do it, I recommend learning less, becoming less aware, and just enjoying the way things were in past generations, uh, figuring we can't really affect the Earth's overall ability to sustain life in, in, in clear opposition to the, the obvious, just what, what we can see, but also what the science and, and research shows. So don't do it. Enjoy life. Think, don't think about tomorrow. Things will work out. And if they don't work out, we can blame someone else. I don't recommend following my path. I don't know if I'm being, I mean, obviously I'm being snarky. I don't know if this is getting through. That doing things for others that one little thing, pulling away from pleasure and profit and flying around and not caring about the future, this one little thing, I don't know, to me is worth it. If it's not worth it to you, enjoy the long, hot showers. I don't know what I'm getting at, but I've been meaning to post this and see where it goes for a while.